Bill Foster. I'm the director of the Northwest Film Center. It's Real Music is actually 31 years old. It's our annual showcase of trying to look at, really, our two most popular art forms, in film and music, sound and image, how they connect, how they inform one another, how they celebrate one another. It takes a little sort of core sample, if you, that's the right word, of, of how filmmakers are responding to the music that weaves in and out of our lives. Even though the Real Music Festival isn't exclusively about music video in the MTV sense of the term, if you were born before, say, 1985, chances are experiencing music video sounded a little bit like this. Right. Here to perform their record awarding video, unbelievable seven straight days. Today, seven straight days. Yes, that's Carson Daly and his chorus of squealing 16-year-olds on MTV's Total Request Live. Fans, I mean, it's absolutely insane. Instinct TV is about to get underway. Back then, if you wanted to be an R&B star or a rapper or a singer or a boy band, if your video got on TRL, you were set. It meant that the teeming masses of teenage girls and boys were buying your record like mad. I'm Alicia J. Rose. I'm a photographer, filmmaker, and lady about town here in Portland, Oregon. I've really been blessed to work with some of my favorite local artists. So, for example, Laura Gibson... I made a video for her for her song La Grande Menomina. I made a crazy video for their song Taos. Um, the Builders and the Butchers, Locke Lamond, uh, Viva Voce. Corin Tucker Band was the most recent one I did for somebody local who I just love her. But I've also worked with some more well-known bands uh, nationally and internationally. I did a video for Cake which people get excited about. How did I start? Well, I've been a photographer for a really long time, uh, for the last 15 plus years. And around 2008, I was urged to take the next step to make music videos by my friends in Loch Lamond. Richie Young especially was like, so you've taken all these crazy, beautiful pictures of us. Can't you make a music video? And I was like, maybe I can. And, you know, the truth is I actually learned how to direct and produce when I was in high school. Uh, and then I went to college for it. And then I immediately got distracted by music. And I also played the accordion. And I released a bunch of records as my accordion alter ego, Miss Murgatroyd. She's not lying. It's on Wikipedia. And if it's on the internet, it must be true, right? And that just might be the whole point of this. You don't watch music videos on the TV so much anymore. You watch them online on Vivo or whatever the heck that thing is. I think YouTube owns it. There's a tremendous amount of media being made out there. And people know that from YouTube and all kinds of things now. And real music's changed a little bit from the beginning when you couldn't see lots of things and, there, and you didn't have, 30 years ago, you didn't have access to what you have now. And at the time, SLRs, single lens reflex cameras, like all the Canons and Nikons that now do HD video, weren't just dropping into people's laps. It wasn't like that in 2008. In the olden days, we walked 10,000 miles for one single Super 8 reel of film. No, we didn't. We we just, I, I was taking a class at the film center and I, I rented it. But <laughs> it was it was actually great to do it that way and incredible to work on film. And then my next video was done digitally. That was for Viva Voce. Alicia's made a name for herself, not only in Portland, but also nationally. And her work will be shown at Real Music through a partnership with the Portland Music Video Festival, which was founded by Dustin Morrow. There's a festival in Portland uh, that celebrates and showcases, you know, music videos made in Portland and, and actually from all over the world, but a subset of Portland. And so we, we invited Dustin Morrow, uh, who's the director of that event, 
to put together a show of sort of the this year's, let's call it greatest hits, the stuff that he curated for his festival that was in the spring, plus added things to sort of take the pulse. So that's a show we sort of have a guest curator doing. Portland's a hotbed of filmmakers and musicians and a, a very lively music video scene. My biggest stopgap in really taking the plunge and making music videos at first was most definitely how do I make them look like my still images? Because I really spent a lot of time developing my style into this like very colorful, very, you know, kind of surreal, but but also hyper real sense of imagery and sense of personality. And I wanted to find a way to mix that. And at the time, SLRs, single lens reflex cameras, like all the Canons and Nikons that now do HD video, weren't just dropping into people's laps. It wasn't like that in 2008. In the olden days, we walked 10,000 miles for one single Super 8 reel of film. No, we didn't. We, we just, I, I was taking a class at the film center and I, I rented it, but. Cake video, Mustache Man, actually premiered on MTV, which was really cool. I'd never had a broadcast premiere on 120 Minutes, and that made me really excited, especially from my teenage obsession with 120 Minutes. I was like, I did it! The video for Mustache Man was shot in and around Portland, and if you watch the video on YouTube, you might recognize a few places. The somewhat loose story is about a man and his mustache in a van that travels interdimensionally. That video was a great opportunity for Rose, but the show, 120 Minutes, was on its last leg. The music program had been around since 1985 in various iterations, but ended likely permanently back in February of this year. But, you know, to be honest, the premieres that have been more exciting have been things like NPR or, you know, Pitchfork, where that seems to drive the most amount of people to watch stuff, way more than MTV, which... I mean, it does, actually. I mean, I can't really say that because I think that video in some ways has been one of the most viewed, the Cake Mustache Man video. But, you know, it's also broadcast. And it, the cool thing about that is it makes it in all these foreign countries. You just don't even know where it goes. So when you go to the Internet and you look up a band, the chances are the band will have a video. That video may be as simple as a performance with a set camera or something as elaborate and creative as what Alicia J. Rose does. But the fact of the matter is that you won't likely find the videos on MTV or VH1 or BET or any traditional broadcast network. It's really about online to a certain degree now because, you know, video and photos are really all you've got when it comes to the online, you know, universe. And I love making both of them. And so I, I, I definitely enjoy being a part of that stream. And, and I love when my videos premiere on a site like Pitchfork or especially NPR, where they actually write about things thoughtfully. I mean, there's nothing more you know, satisfying and gratifying as an artist who makes these things and for someone to actually think about them and have something to say. Carson Daly? Nothing to say? Come on. Because, I mean, it's not like I just snap my fingers and a music video appears. It's a huge ton of work. It's crazy how much goes into it. And Google, the people who own YouTube, knows this. So that's why they decided to launch something new, the YouTube Internet Video Awards. Some say it's a not-so-subtle filling of a void left by MTV. I mean, you saw what happened at the last VMAs. Yikes. The 90-minute YouTube show will be viewable online, of course, and will feature headlining acts by people like Eminem and Lady Gaga and Arcade Fire. What's Arcade Fire? Just kidding. Sort of. April, what's Arcade Fire? 
But the show will also highlight some of the musicians who have built a following solely online. Famous music video director Spike Jones is serving as the creative director for the internet program. I don't know what that will mean for anybody. I mean, will it mean the, the horrible videos with five million hits of like a baby falling into like a fountain or something? Is that going to win an award? I mean, I don't know. So... I don't know how that will roll. It's interesting. I think it's great. And I think that there'll be more and more things like that. And there's already been a lot of music video awards or whatever go on. And The fact of the matter is that the internet is killing the traditional broadcast video star and it's not looking back. YouTube is looking to capitalize and who knows? Maybe the desire to hear screeching teenagers will find its way back into the YouTube broadcast. Seriously, it just goes on like this. Like, to a minute. And this is from the broadcast. This is how it, this is Total Request Live with Carson Daly.